Alright, hi guys and welcome to the Two Dogs Podcast. I'm Dr. Inky. I'm Dr. Ali. Yeah, and uh, today we have a very interesting topic, a little bit um, a different topic than, than, than last week, right? And uh, I, I think this is quite relevant to a lot of people, even even to myself, because I'm actually looking for a new property. Oh, bigger one. Uh, different one, right? Different one, different one. Different one, different So I'm moving to a place where it's, 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 it's much nearer to my kids' uh, to, to my kids' school, mm-hmm. right? and as well as much nearer to the workplace, and uh, it's a much safer environment. All right, it's a safe, it's a it's a much more safer environment. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. So so uh, yeah. So we're looking at properties, right? So we were contemplating whether to get new development or to get a sub sale. Okay. Right. However, um, you know, sometimes even if you do get new developments or even get sub sales, right, the prices are might not be as forward as. As you think it is, you know, a lot, a lot of times you think you just pay down payment and you know, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of other stuff that eventually you have absolutely. to pay for. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's it's, it's like transformers. transformers. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. More than meets the eye. Oh yeah. Brings back memories and stuff. Them all. Yeah, but 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 there's a thing about about buying property and and I'll probably share my uh, two cents worth of that. Bad experience also, uh, but also there are good experiences. Mm. But basically, everybody is going to subject themselves to purchase a property, mm-hmm. like it or not, unless you are the type that wants to rent for the rest of your life, life yeah. uh, which they are in certain yeah, countries, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. But in Malaysia, it's cliche, it's, it's, it's cultural. Yeah, it's cultural. You yes. must own a property, yes. you, you must, must own a landed if possible, if it's possible, if it's possible. But we're not talking the difference between landed versus condo anymore right now we're going to talk about today's topic which will be um the <laughs> weird things or the <laughs> difficult things what's the something about uh things you should know when buying a property things something people about, don't tell you yes. things people don't tell you when buying a property <laughs> And with us is Mushrifa from <laughs> last week. <laughs> she's here. She's laughing. The reason why she's here. Yes. Introduce yourself. Let us know what you actually do for a living. Okay. I'm actually um, a lawyer uh, and I've been in practice for more than 12 years. And I actually as well sit for the uh, Strata Management Tribunal. So if, you're not, no, if you don't know what that is, under the Kementerian Perumahan, they have two tribunals set up for uh, people to come and file the claim. One is a home buyers tribunal and one is for strata management. So these are basically for people having dispute and uh, people living in a strata environment like condos. Okay, so in lay people language. <laughs> lay people language basically. If you buy a condo. Yeah, if you buy a condo, you got a problem in condo, you won't see a lawyer. Yes. Ah. Yes, you can file a claim at the tribunal. Correct. Yeah. So, so you when you file a claim at the tribunal, I might be the one who decides yeah. on your claim. Ah. That's why at least trying to be on, on a good book. <laughs> Absolutely. It's about who you know and who knows you. Yes, yes, yes. Who you know doesn't matter what you know. I know yeah. he don't know me, you know. But if he knows me, it's like, you know, you walk into the meeting, you're like ultra confident already that you know, at least it's not unfavorable to you. I wouldn't say it's favorable to you yet, but just maybe not so unfavorable towards you. Plus, you can just get like, some hits up, you know. If you're going to file this, don't bother, like, you're going to lose. You found this, maybe got some percentage of winning chance, you know. But that's what having a good lawyer is anyway. True? All right. 
So, having said such, let's kickstart with today's topic. Mosh, why don't you tell us one thing that one the first thing you kickstart the first one, the most common, the most common mistake or the most common hidden thing that that people don't realize when they buy a, a property, whether it's new, whether it's new or old, whether it's condo. Okay, being a lawyer myself, the one thing that people don't think about is legal fees. Yeah. So when they buy a house, they think about, oh, okay, the house is that much. I have to make sure I have 10% for the deposit. Yes. But there are also other costs associated to that. So you have to pay your lawyer for the preparing the agreement. And then if you take a loan, then you also have to pay, pay your lawyer mm-hmm. to prepare those loan agreements. So these are things, costs as well, that you need to bear in mind when you're trying to budget on how much you want to spend on your house or what is your available budget for buying a house. Generally, what's the percentage of the house value in terms of legal fees that they have to pay? It goes by way of scale fees mm-hmm. and this is fixed under the Solicitor's Remuneration Act. So the Bar Council actually fixes a scale for when it comes to property transaction. So it depends on the value of the property. So if, uh, if uh, for the purpose of preparing the sale and purchase agreement, we will be based on the purchase price. If it's for preparing the loan documents, it will be based on your uh, value of your loan, the mm. amount of the loan. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, again, there's a lot of all these uh, uh, legal fees that you pay. And mm. after that, um, uh, and another thing that a lot of, uh, sometimes, you know, you, uh, some people have to pay, if, especially if they're structured title, mm. is the MOT. Yes, that one is comes uh, most of the time these days. It will come later. Yes. So when you uh, buy the property, the property, uh, the title is still under the name of the developer, because mm. it's, it's one big title. So what happens is the developer would then need to submit to the land office uh, for the application to split the title into the individual title. So once that title comes out, then they will write to you and say, okay, it's ready. Please do the transfer. So that's when you need the memorandum of transfer, which is the MOT. And this is also an additional cost that you have to pay because when you do the MOT, if you have a loan, you also have to do the POC, the perfection of charge for the loan doc- for the loan that you still have on the property. Yeah, so these are all costs that people don't think about when they're buying a property. Yeah, so basically it's after you purchase the property, mm. a couple, couple of months to a couple of years down the road, mm. suddenly you get, you get a letter that you have to... Pay another yeah. amount, a big chunk of amount yeah. mm. for the for the MOT and and yeah. any other legal fees. Yeah, yes, no joke. Um, I'll be honest, I I'm still stupid, but I used to be stupider. A bit less stupid now. Now less stupid, but used to be stupider. Well, I would say stupid. It's just it's things that people don't tell you. Yes, that's right. Really, you, you, you go in to the property developer or you want to buy a sub-sale mm-hmm. and that time I remember the first property I bought, 270,000 mm-hmm. uh, condo uh, in Sento. At that time, nobody else stayed Sento, they said I'm crazy. Yeah. So, but good thing I bought it. So, but anyway, it's hot market, man. Now it's hot market there. So, you have to put in that 10% down payment. Right, so okay, 10% down payment done. What's next? Go secure your loan now. You have, mm-hmm. you know, 90 days to go secure your loan. All right, go secure the loan. Then suddenly, one after another, uh, pay this. Yeah, pay the legal pay that, fees. Pay yeah, this. Pay, pay that. Yeah. Stamp duty. Yeah. Right. Wow, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And, 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 and that's not even the renovation yet. Yes, that's right. And then no one tells you how much is renovation. Yes. Because you go and you, you know, like me, like, bloody Luku, just go. You know, see Ikea, oh, Ikea nice, huh? then you calculate, write everything down, then you go to 
furniture shop is a bit cheaper. Huh? Mm. Then you said, okay, let's be smart. Let's go warehouse. Go warehouse, pick up everything at 50%, save a lot of money, but at the end of it, ngam ngam budget everything for all the furniture, for all the renovation, for all the fittings, for the paint job. Then comes the bill. Mm. Not the bill for, for the furniture, but comes the bill for, from the lawyers, yeah. from the stamp duty. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. And that's being very modest on yeah. renovation. Modest on renovation. And they never tell you how much your renovation agak agak will cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your renovation is generally always much higher than what you budgeted. Mm. And you should always have a contingency when you're doing renovation because what? there's always things. Yeah, what, what, is the, what is the common percentage of your property that you, that, that, that you should sort of like say uh, set aside for renovation? Well, it really depends on your appetite. La. It really depends how grand no, you want I mean, just go modest. We're, we're not going grand. Modest. I would say these days, right, easily, if let's say, if let's say we are talking about a condominium, a thousand square foot condominium, which is very common, right? I would say if it's a brand new condo, you might need to budget easily 70 to 100k just for renovation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it depends also on the purpose. Uh, If you are buying to rent, you may not necessarily need to furnish it full furnish. And you may not to have the high-end furnish, so maybe 20% of your property value. Mm. So if your property is maybe 50,000, I think 100,000 for, I mean 500,000 value. I think 100,000 is quite generous already, mm. you know, mm. including aircon, lights yes. and everything, built-ins. Mm. But if you don't have built-ins, then it will be cheaper. Much cheaper yeah. But yeah. if you're saying for yourself, mm. you may want to have a certain type of hood or mm. a certain cooker range. Mm. So all those things will add up. Yeah. So, 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 what, so, so the, the one, one thing, thing I realized, actually, the one that costs the most, right, when you're renovating your house, right, is three things. Mm. Electrical wiring. Mm. Pretty pricey, yes. and they and they charge you by per meter and per plug point, per plug right? Point. Per plug point, and if you install like an aircon point, it's more expensive, mm-hmm. you know. Number two, plumbing. If you do need plumbing, right? A lot of old properties do need plumbing, whereby there's all leakages and all, and you start you start a hack and you remove the old plumbing, you reinstall the new plumbing, and then plaster it back. Mm-hmm. And third of all, kitchen. Kitchen is damaged, expensive. Yeah, you know? appliances, yes. appliances are usually are. big ticket items. Yeah. Mm. The kitchen itself is expensive. I mean, you want all these built-in cabinets. Mm. You want a nice, you know, hot countertop. Yes, you're mm. really expensive. Yes, and I've met quite a few people who spent a lot on the kitchen. No joke. But it's beautiful. Mm. But they don't use it. They don't cook it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it's you know it's just to make you happy when you come home like oh I have a beautiful kitchen. If you're happy and you know it, don't cook your food, right? (laughs) (laughs) They don't want to dirty their perfect kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So so so, um, my my wife is looking for a house and then she wants to make a nice kitchen and like but you don't cook. Yeah, 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 but it's nice to food prep. No, 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 I will cook if you, if you, no, 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 we won't cook. for I say, you know what? Geraldine, you don't treat, you can't fool us. You know what? You can't fool us, Geraldine. You know, I'm on the inky side of this. Exactly, yes. So, 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 a lot of times, and, and even, and what, uh, Mushe, I think, kitchen appliances, I think next week you're not coming here. So, kitchen appliances, you know, kitchen appliances are pricey. Yes. Mm. Refrigerators, your ovens, mm. your, you know, nowadays a lot of people buy thermomixers, you know, thermomixers. Mm. Those are like a couple of thousands. 
yeah. and then air fryers and whatever not. So, so there was a point in time, my wife wanted to buy a juicer. Oh, oh, oh right. yeah, 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 we spoke yeah, about yeah, that before. Yeah, yeah, we spoke about that. <laughs> so she wanted to buy a juicer. She said, oh, this juicer, my friends are using it. Very good. Cold press, what? All the vitamins are there. there. And then, you know, you, you, you get all the fibers and all. I, oh, I can cold press every morning. Then I ask her, how much does it cost? You might cost this amount. You know, it's, 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 it's mid four figures in the, in the thousands. Is it that brand that starts with a H? Yeah. <laughs> so I calculated. Oh, you know too. Yeah. Huh? Do you have one? No, I just admire from so, far. Yeah, exactly. So I calculated. I said, you know what? You can go boost juice every day for the next three years. Hmm. For the next three years. And that will only just break even the cost of the, of, of the juicer, not including the, the, the price of the fruit. Mm. So you know what? I will pay. I'll give you a credit card. I'll pay for the for your boost juice for the next three years. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Take the money, put it in a compounding account. <laughs> you may withdraw slowly. It's okay. Each time you do, you do, you know, pay and claim. <laughs> yeah. So, so majority of people, right? They will spend on all this stuff, and uh, especially all the appliances, and not reuse really them. But of course, if you do use them, uh, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. You know. So I I know people that really love to cook and really love to bake. You know. So you know. All yeah, everything they just got they got they, 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 they just have a Zanussi yeah uh, kitchen tabletop yeah, small tabletop yeah, stove exactly. you know Zanussi that's all you know <laughs> nothing <laughs> fancy all right so now okay so, so that's cost what about things that people should prepare themselves you know mentally prepare themselves when they are purchasing a new property ah, let's talk new first let's talk new let's talk new property things that they need mentally prepare themselves. Okay, so if you're buying a new property, most of the time you'll be buying directly from the developer. Mm -hmm. So the two things that you should be concerned about is one, firstly, whether or not the property is delivered to you on time. Because mm -hmm. uh, when you sign the sale and purchase agreement, they will specify the time by when the property has to be delivered to you. If it's not delivered on time, then you have the, uh, you, you can claim for late, uh, um, late delivery uh, penalty, mm -hmm. LED they call it. Okay. How late is it? Because there will be a date. So typically, the delivery period, depending on the development and whether or not the developer has asked for an extension to the relevant ministry, is between 24 months to 36 months. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's from the date uh, that you, the, usually they will say uh, date from the date you sign the SPA. Mm -hmm. So 24 months or 36 months from the date you sign the SPA, the, uh, the developer has to deliver the property okay. to you, ready. Okay. But if you are claiming for the LED, for the date delivery uh, penalty, what you need to know is when you calculate the LED, they should calculate from the date you sign the booking form. Oh, booking form. Not even from the time when yes. the loan is dispersed and so mm. From the time you sign the booking form. Yes. Oh, wow. So sometimes what happens is when the purchaser is not aware of their rights, the developer will say, okay, it's actually this amount of money, but you know, what we will do is if you agree that you're going to take, give us, I mean, accept it at 50% discount, we will pay you now. Hmm. So sometimes the purchaser feel that they are pressured to, to decide that. But they should know that they are not. Firstly, the calculation should be from the LED period. Um, secondly, if the amount too is less than 50000 if the, the developer refuses to pay, they can bring an action at the Home Buyers Tribunal for the LED itself. Oh, interesting. So if it's below 50000 late delivery, because if it's calculated from the offer letter, from the from no, the from the date you day. sign, yeah. yeah. When you pay your booking fee, that yeah, because like sometimes, yeah, because yeah. sometimes you pay the booking fee first, and then you may sign the SPA a few months later. Yes. Yeah. So when you're calculating, calculating the LED, uh, they, uh, they will consider each day that it's late. Hmm. 
So, you know, a few months late, mm. it might come up to quite a bit of money ah, depending yeah, on your, yeah. the value of your property. That's a good thing to know. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. that's a good thing that no one told us. They usually don't tell us the bad things. Yeah, exactly. So that's one thing. And second thing is, of course, you need to check the property for defects. Because when the property is delivered to you, they have what we call a defect liability period. So that's called a DLP. So DLP uh, is typically 24 months from the date of uh, vacant possession. Yeah. So when from the time you get your key or from the time the developer sends you a notice to say, okay, you have the, the property is ready, please come and collect your key. If you don't collect the key by a certain date, we, uh, we assume that the key has been collected. Okay. So from that date, it's considered VP has been taken, yes, regardless of whether or not you've taken your key. Okay, okay, so okay. once you get your key, you have to go and inspect your property your property uh, to make sure that there's no defects and if there's any defects to make sure that it's submitted to the developer and all the work is done okay. so, so it's generally from i mean for 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 the defect period is mm. 24 months that that is standard or that is by law that is standard by law because when you are buying a new develop a new, new uh, property mm -hmm. but this is uh, we're talking about residential yeah mm -hmm. not uh, not when it comes yeah. to soho yeah. Yeah and all that so when it comes uh, sorry soho is still under and residential right? no soho is still under oh, residential so because under it residential. has a residential component oh, yeah but not when you're buying office spaces so now we're talking only about residential yeah, i think today today yeah. let's make it clear yeah let's, let's talk about residential otherwise right. it's just too many to talk about yeah otherwise it'd be too wide yeah, yes. so when you are buying a residential property um any of the sale is subject to the housing development act and under that, they have a schedule uh, fixed in terms of your SPA. Uh, depends on the type. It will be this. This will be the SPA. That's why the terms of the SPA is not going to differ from purchaser to purchaser. Everybody has the same mm -hmm. one for that particular development. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the DLP period is actually stated under the Act. Uh, Twenty-four months. Mm -hmm. So what the purchaser would have to do is inspect the property, mm -hmm. submit the claims, and say mm -hmm. you know, all these are a defect, and get mm -hmm. the developer to fix it. What is the period that the developer needs to fix it? Can the developer just... You know, as long as just the leave? submission is done within the DLP period, okay. the developer will have to, uh, usually within 14 days, but it depends, of course, you know, now with MCO and all that, it depends on availability of contractors and all that. Okay, okay. However, for first-time purchasers, my recommendation is to actually get a reliable contractor to submit the DLP for you. Okay. Because when you are a first-time buyer, you don't know what a hollow tile sound yes. sounds like. Mm -hmm. You know, and you wouldn't know what to look out for. Mm. And you look at the wall, you think, oh, it's fine. And then once you start painting it, you realize, oh my God, my wall is actually not even. Ah. You know, they, that they, is actually they, a defect. professional uh, defect checkers now. Really. They do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. So they, they, they actually run a company that does specifically to help you check for defects. Mm. Oh, okay. So you pay, pay them a price, they'll come, they'll check it A to Z. Mm. It's like a car, it's like a 180 point inspection mm. checklist they'll do mm. for you. Everything from the from the walls, slight unevenness. Also, they will just label. Mm. It's up to you. You want to claim, you can. But they've mm. done their job to, to let you know. Like, let's say this wall. Okay, this point is a bit off. This point is a bit off. This point is a bit off. Because they, they they can see the shadow, right? Mm. But whether you think it's worth your time to claim, is it going to make a difference if it's flat or not? That flat is up to you. You can you can make the hassle, uh, but. Usually, they will aim, uh, most, I think, home buyers will aim for the larger stuff. Like, mm -hmm. Even if it's slightly uneven, unless you are... I, I don't even know why you need a super flat, flat, like flawlessly flat wall. Some people are a little bit, a little bit 
Some people are, I think, particular. So it depends on on yeah on your tolerance and what is acceptable to you. Some people just want to renovate, move in, and they don't care about the defects. Mm. So they just get the contractor to do to deal with the defects as they come. Mm. But you know, but just to to remind everybody out there that this is something that you can ask the developer to rectify and not having to for it to come out from your own pocket. Mm. Mm. What, what would be the top three most Common defects that you find. What is it common? Expensive, expensive defects. Yeah. What's common? Never mind. Yeah. Expensive, expensive defects. Okay. Common and expensive, Okay. Usually, um, what we also recommend is for people to do what we call a ponding test. Yeah. So basically, you turn the taps in your in your in your bathroom and leave water and see if there's any kind of leakage. Because the most thing that will cost you money is waterproofing. Because if the waterproofing is a problem, then you have to not only you know not only because people will say okay just put sealant it'll be fine no you have to actually take out the entire floor and then relay the waterproofing and then lay back the tiles because the tiles once you take out you can't just put it back you know you have to buy a new set so the waterproofing is very important especially so when you're doing you're living in one of these because now they have duplex units where it's upstairs downstairs yeah so some we've had a case whereby uh, there was leakage from upstairs, and uh, and they have uh, they took VP, but they were they have not visited the property for a long time, and the bottom part was all wooden flooring. Mm-hmm. So by the time they came back, there was uh, leakage, and all the flooring have like you know yeah. have warped, have yeah. warped. Oh, wow. So they had to change the entire entire wooden floor at the bottom, and there was this was not laminate; it was hardwood floors. Ooh. Nice. Mm. It's a fucking or real hardwood. Floor? Real hardwood floors. Mm. Mm, but because the water damage was was a lot, and because it was uh, over a period of time, mm. and they were not visiting the mm. the property, so and it, and it was unfortunate that as well, you know, the defect liability was over. Mm. So you know they had to bear the cost themselves. Mm. Yeah. So these are the things that you need to bear in mind. Mm. Yeah. The other thing that occurs very common. Um, my my cousin bought a property in in Puchong, mm-hmm. and unfortunately for him. Uh, Two and a half years after he took VP, the towns popped up. What what sort of towns? Towns, the floor towns, mm. just regular towns. He's he's in his room, yeah. and suddenly he heard pop, crackling sound, okay. and he thought it's like an earthquake. Because yeah. really, you you, you he said sometimes he could, it sounds like an explosion. Mm, he said he could actually hear rumbling noise and then pop like an explosion. Okay, mm. and multiple ones, pom 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 pom, one shot. And what would be the reason for it? That's a very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually hollow towns, so pressure build up at the bottom so of time. Your towns, right? Mm. You are supposed to line the concrete below it mm-hmm. and and, and uh, lay the towns together. What happened is to save concrete, they only lay in the dead center. Mm. 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 So your corners are not there. Mm. So as you walk over it over time. Yeah, not just not just the walking, the but of course the environment in Malaysia. Mm. Because you know during the day you turn aircon and then at night and then the the tile shrinks and then you know expands and all that. So yeah, so when the tile is hollow, then yeah you will have that problem. That's why I was saying that you would as a first time purchaser you wouldn't know what a hollow tile is yes. or what it's supposed to sound like. Mm. Yeah, but somebody who's experienced will be able to guide you through that. Okay. So, so apparently there was a contractor there that you know when my cousin had a problem so. Liability period over, so he he checked with the management. They referred to him uh, this contractor. 
two and, and a half years down the line, sometimes it's not easy to find the same tiles. Yep, definitely. Because, because anyway, tiles are created by batches. Correct. Even even the same brand mm-hmm. would have a different tone, shade yeah. of color. Yes. Mm-mm. So this contractor found the exact same one, exact same tone, exact same thing, everything for him. Because it might even be the contractor that did the 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 build in the first ah, place. Ah, then they have yeah. a, then they have additionals. Access. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently he did uh, close to about 180 units. Oh wow. <laughs> so so so, <laughs> so he, he bought it beforehand. He knew. He bought all the stuff beforehand. Yeah, so, yeah. so he bought the stuff beforehand. One after another he fixed, and it costs anywhere between. Depends on your size. My cousin spent close to about 8k. So he for. He forecasted that this would be an issue. He waited two and a half years, stockpiled the tiles. Waited two and a half years. No, no, no. It was not a forecast again. <laughs> he was lining up future jobs for himself. Exactly. So he forecasted that, that he knew due to his work, this kind of stuff this kind of stuff is going to happen. Okay. So maybe he's the contractor or somewhere along the line, he knew the contractor did all these hollow tiles. He pre-bought every damn thing and then you cannot find anymore. Then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, got, I, I have stock for you. You're the second last person already. Mm. Okay. But you imagine 180 units, right? Yeah. 9,000 each. Uh, the flow. Minted, yeah, exactly. <laughs> minted money <laughs> just doing that. Mm. Okay. Alright, so, so on, on top of that, since, since we are talking about strata title, I, mm. I think a lot of Malaysians, especially first time buyers, do not even understand what, what, strata, what the heck strata means. Mm. So, so, What's, What's the, the difference, difference between a strata title and let's say any other titles? Normal, yeah, regular titles, yeah. Okay, usually when it comes to uh, strata title, they're talking about community living. Yeah. So a lot of people seem to think, oh, strata title means condo, but not necessarily. These days, some uh, gated community is also under strata title. Yes. So generally when it's uh, where they have a common facility, um, you know, where they have a clubhouse and all that kind of uh, pool and that kind of facility, generally those kind of developments are under strata title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those ones are whereby the title starts off one big piece and then the developer would then need to okay. s- split, split it, it into small the chunks. Yeah, correct. So, safe mm. to say, Desha Park will be something like that? Um, I'm not sure. Park or, 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 or Eco Sanctuary. Yeah. There, there are a couple mm. of uh, developments I've yeah. seen. A uh, large housing area with a clubhouse in the mm. middle, mm. and then they and generally yeah, it's a yeah common pool, and generally it's a when from from start itself it's really a guarded and gated community. Mm. So mm. you know there's there is a there is a common uh, security booth, mm. you know with uh, with boom gates, and then yeah. they have they have, they have, uh, they have uh, uh, those uh, security fences all around. Mm. Right. So, so the difference that yeah. you need to know when you're buying is when you have a strata property, you'll be expected to pay management fees. Mm. So this is, there's maintenance fee that you are expected to pay every month. So legally, you have to pay the, you have to pay the Correct. Fees. Oh, mm. which brings to the uh, new strata management act or something, right? The mm-hmm. amendment, mm-hmm. which now, I'm going to let her say everything. Okay. But my, 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 my common layperson language is, if you don't pay, now the management actually has uh, the right, right to buy from entering. Buy from entering, locking up your house even. Locking up your house, really? They can actually lock up your house? Yeah, they can get the, enforce, the enforcer, which is uh, for uh, under the COB, the Commissioner of Buildings, to come and sita your sita things. Sita your house? So no, you're, you're not, sita not your, your belongings? Maybe sita, yes. It means they, can, they, can, they, can, they can come and open your door and then take all your stuff away. Yeah, and sell it. And, to, and sell it. And sell it <laughs> to, to cover it the correct. To yeah. lay long yeah. and yeah. cover the whole bag. Oh my yeah. god. But that's after sufficient warning. Yes, yeah. after sufficient warning. I mean, these are, of course, errant kind of, you know, because 
Uh, at the Strata Management Tribunal, under the Strata Tribunal, the maximum amount of claim is up to two hundred and fifty thousand. Mm. For Housing Tribunal, is fifty thousand. Mm. And then uh, under the Strata Management Tribunal as well, Limitation Act doesn't apply. So basically, what what that means is, uh, if you file, if you want to file claim in court, depending on what is the type of claim, you may be time barred from claiming from filing, because we take the view that you have to file as soon as possible. So if you're gonna take time to file it, means you're not interested, so you shouldn't be allowed. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to strata management, time limitation doesn't apply. So we've had cases whereby uh, the management will be filing for uh, for uh, management fees that is due to them from the beginning of the time the wow. property was was, was started yeah up. and sometimes it can go up to hundreds and hundreds of thousands yeah, yeah. i i've already hmm. seen that so, so i was actually visiting one of my friend's <coughs> condo hmm. again very old condo in the middle of uh, KL city and then there's this big notice board and i saw the top he owes like 200,000 ringgit in, mm. in, in management fees. I was like, what the heck? And I was like, they were like, we like just doing random calculation, right? He probably hasn't paid for almost more than yeah. eight, Probably years. from the beginning. So apparently, apparently, according to my friend who's living there, they are actually confiscating his, uh, his property to auction off the property to pay for the management fee. Wow. Uh, no, I think the property can't be auctioned Is off it? by yeah. the no. That one can only be done by DBKL, for ah, example. DBKL, if yeah. you tak bayar your, if you don't pay your cukai pintu, ah, then yes, yeah. they can. They yeah. authorities can do that. Yeah, but under the uh, Strata Management Act, the COB can actually come and sita the things, like your items. If there's items, uh, yeah, if there's items. items. If your well, car is parked there. If your car is okay, the car is of course a bit. Um, because the thing is, if the uh, yeah, it's a bit tricky. Because of course it depends on whether or not the car has been fully paid and all that kind of thing, isn't it? If they have a loan with the bank, they can't sit as well. Because the bank will have the first right to the car. That's right. That's right. That's right. Interesting. Yeah. Things that are really, really things. No one tells you all this. Don't pay a management fee. get ready. Someone's going to open a lock and remove all your stuff. Correct, correct. So, so with the management fee thing, but what I've noticed is that previously, even even here, this this mm -hmm. building, we used to have like four pages long of people photos having been paying. My unit, the owner has uh, paid us. So whenever to call it, hello, I've been paying, right? Please don't give me a bad name. <laughs> but, but even my condo, uh, at one time, it was like two and a half pages long. But ever since this act came out, it shrinks down to just about a page. Mm. Just about a page. Most people actually. I think seriously. yeah because once the management of uh, the management or the, uh, the management corporation or the JMB depending on the on on the prop uh, on the property uh, files a claim at the tribunal most of the time people will settle yes. mm. you know they don't want yeah, the hassle yeah. they don't understand exactly you know what it is going to entail they don't want you know all these things so they just mm. pay up yeah that's so that is a good thing about it that's, that's good that's good that's good, that's good. Mm. so Inky, are you getting a or are you getting a condo? The one I can't tell you. La. <laughs> and, no, because right, I just paid a booking fee. I, I, I haven't really settled a loan and everything. So once I got a loan dispersed, then maybe I can tell you. Right? So a new one. La. Probably booking can tell fee you. means new one. <laughs> okay. So now, another thing that, uh, that previously a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, developers do, right, mm. is when you pay a booking fee mm. and you got your loan rejected, mm. sometimes they actually confiscate your, your booking fee. That's, that's previously. Mm. You know, previously, when you want to back out mm. from your from your so-called um, uh, commitment, commitment mm. right? They will actually confiscate or they probably take, take like fifty percent. Mm. Apparently, it's illegal. You know, you, you can't 
You mm. can't mm. actually uh, confiscate someone's booking fee. Uh, well, that's not. I mean, that's not exactly correct. What what the situation is? Uh, the developer cannot collect any booking fee or earnest deposit until the SPA is signed. Oh. So usually what they do is they will collect a small booking fee and then they say you pay the balance 10% when you sign the SPA. Yes. Mm. Uh, but notice how now what the developers are doing is when you pay the earnest deposit, it's not paid to the developer anymore, it's paid to their lawyer as stakeholder. Oh really? Mm. Oh, no, I didn't know. Because oh. they're not entitled, they're under, they the, under the act, they are, they're not supposed to collect in the booking mm. fee. Okay, so, so they c by right, no money should be collected until yeah, they sign so the SPA. Ah, mm. Interesting stuff. Interesting but that one is called to choke the orange dot. Yeah, yes. you want to put on, 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 on the chuck. Yeah. On the chuck. Choke, choke. You want to choke orange dot. Yeah. Alright, for those who are listening in, you know, from Malaysia, too bad. Only Singapore and Malaysia know what choke means. It's like this, it's like this finger that when you do like this, right? You've got this. Yeah. Power of reservation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, power of reservation. You can't do it. It's like, chuk, 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 chuk. Hey, hey, hey. Chuk. that's my seat. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> that's my parking. Chuk, chuk, chuk. It's like timeout also. True. Yep. So, anyway. Hey, Coca Cola actually made the ad about it. Oh, yeah, a long time ago. Hey. A long time ago. Yeah, okay, coming back. Mm. Like, we'll yeah, yeah. So, Alright, so um, the, the other thing about, about property that, that people don't really tell you so much about is. After you take uh, possession, mm -hmm. after you take possession, and then let's say you did your inspection, everything, and you start to um, do your renovation, is there anything that governs or, or, or safeguard you? Because now there's a lot of hot issue against uh, renovators who don't deliver. Mm. Uh, or is that purely just a civil suit that you need to take? That one will be a civil suit. Because it's your choice in terms of which is the contractor that you engage. Mm. So any anything that's not delivered is actually a breach of contract mm -hmm. whether that contract is written or verbal doesn't matter but that is that is the you know that is a position breach of contract but what people also have to remember is when you apply for renovation you if you're living in a strata environment you also need to get approval for management mm -hmm. especially people who live in a gated and gutted uh, gated and guarded yeah, community yes. which is a strata uh, strata environment but they think, oh, they can just change their, the uh, their, 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 yeah, their extent, gate or yeah. they just tile all the porch and all yeah. that in, a, in another manner without getting approval from management, they cannot do that. Or they just decide they want to paint the house red. Mm. They can't. In a, in a strata environment, you can't do any renovation or any change to the facade unless you get management approval. So, so if, if let's say they do not get management approval and they've done the renovation, mm. what can the management do? Can the management ask them to revert back? Yes. They ask them to revert back. If they yes. don't revert back, what are the complications? What are the legal Then the management can then file a case at the tribunal mm -hmm. against that parcel owner okay. and to seek for an order for, for rectification and for them to restore the property back to the original condition. If, let's say, the, the owner still refuses, usually we will give an ancillary order, which means that, like, you know, an additional order to say that if they don't do it, the management can do it and mm. charge it to their maintenance oh, account. Wow. Oh. Mm. Okay. Because the purpose for strata property is you want uniformity. Yes. Mm. So you don't want suddenly, you know, there's a random yellow house out of, like, ah, you know, all correct. these nice, you know, black and white buildings, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, so it's, it's that, because it's all about community living. Because, because some of them, some, some condos, what happens is that they want to convert their uh, balcony into a room. Mm. Oh, 
But I think for older the older, older ones, uh, older ones then like if you drive uh, past up uh, by Tivoli Villa, for example, you will mm. see it on your left or on your right, depending on which side you're coming from. You will see the balcony. Some of it has windows. Some of it actually is actual an actual yes. room. Okay. Yeah. So the previously, older ones, yes. Montera, you can now no even way. in uh, Bangsa South, mm -hmm. in Kerinci, old Kerinci area. Yeah. Some of the older condos. What has happened? Because the, the balcony is ridiculously large. Large. Yeah. It's the size yeah, 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 I know, I, that beats the size of your guest room. Because, because, because previously, the, you know, it was supposed to like a, like a small garden area. You know, ah. plants, uh, you know, put the put lounge chairs and stuff like barbecue, that. Yeah, barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah, barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's why after a while, people don't use it. So they actually just seal it up. They put mm. a window around it. I mean, they don't extend, which is good. But they do that and then they, they, they make it a room. Um, I think... Even some, they even put awnings, mm -hmm. which mm. Uh, I think nowadays they don't allow. You're no. not allowed to have any Not awnings. unless you have a specific approval for management. Mm. Okay. Mm. No. But that's the good thing about buying landed property. Ah. You can put any grill you want, you can put any awning, you can paint mm -hmm. your house, whatever color. All right, so now we're, we've been talking about strata. Now. So let's go back to the very, very basic one, right? Freehold versus leasehold properties, mm -hmm. right? Other than the, than the years of tenure, which we understand like a leasehold is 99 years or 60 years, right? Mm. Let's say at the end of a leasehold, right? what, 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 what's going to happen, what's gonna happen to, the, to the property? I think generally people are concerned that leasehold, because of course with leasehold, it's just leasehold for yeah. that tenure. So people are worried that after 99 years, suddenly the government might decide yeah. that they want to take yeah. it back. But honestly, I think I, it's, it's very, very unlikely. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, what happens is then the tenure of the leasehold will be extended uh, for you know, an additional number of years. Mm. But of course, it's nothing like buying freehold when you know you own it absolute mm. out. You know? Okay, but let's say, like, like, I think only the last couple of years, certain parts of PJ that was on a 60-year yeah, leasehold, leasehold. Mm. Uh, they had a PJ old town, yes. then they came into the period whereby they had to renew. Mm. When they renew, it's how many years? I, I think, think it depends, it depends. Uh -huh. Yeah, it depends on the application, it depends on the area because uh, all because when it comes to land matters, uh, it's the it's state by state. Mm. So yeah. it's their discretion, right? Yeah, so it's at their discretion, yeah. But has there been okay, in your to your knowledge, has there been any in, in our history whereby the leasehold property was actually the you know the government just said bye guys, we want it back. Um well I can't recall off the top of my head any that I know of that has happened. Mm -hmm. uh, but to say that would not ever happen is also I can't, you know, yeah. I already yeah, say that. Is it likely that they're gonna do it? Not really, mm -hmm. but they have the rights if mm -hmm. they want to. Okay. Because to be fair, right, there are some properties whereby it's leasehold, but it's in a very prime strategic area. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not gonna live ninety nine years. Really? And, and, and if you buy and you do the capital appreciation, if you sold within the first 30 years, hmm. no, whoever bought from you after 30 years still has 70 yeah, good yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will outlive that house. Exactly. Mm. In fact, the, the, the guy who's at risk is the guy who buys it with the 30 remaining years. Yeah. So, but, but it's also, also um, if you're looking at all these leasehold things, right? Um, currently, most of the new properties are all 99 years, as you, as you mentioned, not like the older versions whereby it's 60 years. So it's 99 years. And 99 years is easily four generations away. Correct. It's Correct. four generations Correct. away. Right. Right. You buy a right, uh, you take care of yourself. Now, nowadays, nobody lives in a house for more than two generations. Yeah. And most of the time, when it's the second generation, they want to sell off and move somewhere else. 
so yeah so 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 yeah i mean majority of the areas these days even the the, the, the ones the, the one that i'm living in now mm. is shara it's majority is yeah, yeah it's majority is yeah, yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's not really complaining. Yeah, because the the very typical Chinese mentality. Yeah, you know, I want only freehold, right? Freehold, mm. landed, landed. Mm. They must be cheap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you get all three. You can get But now I think it's all about location, location, yes, location. location. Okay, so now that's the next thing they're gonna ask. Whoa, you love between paying a little bit more but staying nearer to your place of work and a smaller place. Um, so let's say you. Spend let's say eight hundred thousand for a uh, two thousand square feet, uh, or let's say thousand five hundred square feet condo, but it's five to ten minutes to your workplace, versus six hundred thousand, but for a double story corner lot, but it'll take you on a good day forty five minutes to work, on a bad day two hours. So let him answer because he stay very far. Alright, so I will answer first, right? I love landed. Mm. I hate condo. Mm. All right. I lived in condo for ten years. Hated every single year of it. Which condo you stay in? I live in a condo in PJ. Okay. All right. Hated and and some of my 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 unit was like on the third floor. No, I can I literally walk up. Okay. I hated every single time, every single day I, I I stayed there. Why do you hate it so much? Because prior to that, when I was much younger, I grew up in a house. Okay. Then I moved to a condo. All right. Then now I'm living in a house again. Right. The period when I'm living in a condo. Uh. All right. And I wasn't used to it is when I park my car I'm not in my house <laughs> when I park my car I'm still in a public area okay mm. all right when I'm in my house when I drive my car and I click right the door closes I just walk five steps click click open the door shut it back I mean I'm in the security of my own house really okay this one I have to park I have to walk right. and what's worse on the days you go grocery shopping there's tons of stuff to lock to the to, to the lift press wait Hello. Wait a couple of minutes for your lift. Okay. Sometimes lift opens, it's full, closes, you know. And then go inside, and then you hold someone grocery, and people say, ah, can you please uh, press, press this floor for me? Then after you walk out, walk another 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 50 steps to your, to your unit, open, and only you're inside. Mm. All right. So that, that that's the part where I didn't enjoy. That doesn't so much muscle, right? This doesn't matter. <laughs> the fact that I remember I saw your photos, you're quite skinny. Yeah, 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 right. So the fact that I I I parked my car mm -hmm. and I'm still seven to ten minutes from my house. <laughs> I walk to the condo and then wait in the lift, take the lift out, walk and then go inside. Mm. Yeah. And then on top of that, I have to pay management fees for the time. <laughs> but you got a pool. Come, huh? You got a pool, yeah. Which you would rarely use. Which most of the people don't really use their their. Okay, okay. Answer the question first. Okay, I would rather have a house, and I'm currently driving half an hour to about an hour to my to my workplace mm. on a daily basis. All right. So I'm fine. I'm I'm fine. Right. I I rather have that area. Okay. Mush. Well, my happy medium would be somewhere in between. Because I don't think I want to stay so close to work as well because I like to have that separation that when I'm driving home, I'm actually driving home. Mm. You know, if it's just around the corner, it almost feels to me like you haven't really left your office. But whether a commute of 45 minutes or two hours is something I'll do, I don't think so. So mm. I think a happy in-between will be my choice. So what, 30 minutes? Yeah, I think 30 minutes is acceptable. I think 30 minutes for Malaysia is acceptable. Yeah. Anywhere is yeah. 30 minutes drive. Yeah. Yeah. I think 30 minutes is fine. 30 minutes is fine. Mm. Even my own. On, on a bad day. No, la, on an average day is 30 minutes. On a good day is 12. Nah. Sure. 
No, no, but well, on average day, it's 30 on a bad day, it's an hour plus, not an hour plus. Yeah, yeah but um, I would probably be on the other side of, of the fence that I don't see myself staying in a landed so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to stay in, in, so when I was younger, we stayed in landed, landed, then we went to a condo, then went back to landed. Then after that, I've been stuck in the condo since. But, oh no, I, I spent a small time, uh, about three years on uh, landed also, I was renting a place. But the final landed that I stayed, I had bad experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I got broken into twice, mm-hmm. and then my neighborhood tend to get a lot of um, robbers, robberies. So they either get into your house, or there was one that was classic. I was actually out for a morning walk, morning run, and when I walked past one of the house, there was a police officer outside the house. So I was just asking what happened. And they said, oh, um, the lady backed her car out, went to the gate to close the gate. Some two guys on a motorbike came, one dropped, one just jumped out, going to the car and drove the car away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I and, plus yeah. I, uh, and plus I had <coughs> certain instances whereby for some reason I noticed a car that's following me. A car that's following me and I'm not in my best shape of, of, of alertness also you know it's, it's on call you come back quite late but somehow managed to notice why this car is following me and I had to just drive past my house first because I just don't feel safe to you know even click on a kid and, and, and go in yet so I had to drive and somehow he was following me but when I did two or three more rounds he just drove off so then only I decided to go back home so those were the few instances like that, that, you know, it kind of just gives me that I need to be extra alert. Extra alert, and then one of the tips I learned later is always back your car in, don't drive straight in, mm. uh, because then you can see who's coming in from the gate. Uh, rather than you drive straight in, and then you just, you know, we are never really staring at the, at, at the, at the rear view mirror before we, we alight from the car. We're always busy taking this, that, and if it's a lady, <coughs> you'd be like hunting for your purse, your, your everything, put on your shoes, and by the time you get out, then only your gates uh, are closing. You don't know who has followed you into your compound already. And the moment it's in your compound, even you can't run out from your own compound. Okay. So, what else now? When I stay in the condo, it's like uh, any, any damn time also doesn't matter. The condo is so strict, even my parents cannot come in without <laughs> signing in. Even though they, they, they know my parents, they still force my parents to, to, to sign in and, and get their card. Still will call the unit, won't let them go in. Nobody picks up, you stay outside there and wait. You call your family members to, to agree to let you in. They don't need to let them in. So I've had that kind of layer of security, so I felt much safer that I don't need to think so much anymore. Any experience? I would probably concur with Ali because I think when I was uh, living, I mean, as a single person living on my own, it's always felt a lot more safer mm. in a condo because of those level of security mm. but of course now recently i moved back with my parents after my sisters uh, got married last year and god i was just tell- saying to dr ali earlier the same thing you were saying and how i so nice you just park your car and just walk in through the door <laughs> you know because of course you know i can imagine you know grocery shopping having to carry everything on top of that you know i'm always carrying so many things especially if i'm going on a dive trip then i have all my gear bag mm-hmm. and having to carry mm-hmm. everything and 
Oh, yeah. So now it's just a lot easier. So you're converting back to the land? I think only if I'm not staying on my own. No, yeah. I, I, I agree with Mush. You know, if it's, if you're staying on your own or if it's like a very small family, mm. it's just like a couple. Mm. There's no point in living in a landed area. You know, mm. It's just too big. Yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, living in a condo is more than enough. Mm. It's more than enough space for two people. But, you know, in the, when it comes to having a family, a large family, uh-huh. and yes, yeah, yes, and yes, especially yes. your parents are yeah, yeah, right? yeah, my, my parents are me. Being, being a condo might feel a bit... A bit yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets yeah. very cramped. Very but I know before the MCO, Dr. Ali travels quite a lot, so I can understand the concern of leaving your wife and children at home, yep. you know, yep. when yep. it's so, a so, so that's property. the thing, if, I, if I'm going to always not be around, mm-hmm. um, that's the other thing. And plus, with the facilities, I just let my kids go wild. And <laughs> don't even need to think that. I can say, oh, I'm all those parents. I don't care. I just let them go run around. I don't even bother. <laughs> you know, uh, show off. La, but actually, so safe. So damn safe. If somebody come and mark them, right? The management will come and count and say, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. But again, those are the things people don't, don't really talk to you about. When you want to consider buying between a lender or you want to consider getting a, a condo. Um, all right, next one. Um, before we cut it off. Subsale versus new. Mm-hmm. Which would be better, or would you would you have any qualms buying subsale rather than getting new? Most people like it new, to be yeah. fair. Okay. okay, so so from experience, I've bought, I've the one I'm staying now is subsale. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I'm planning to purchase is new. The reason why is very simple. Again, what Mush mentioned earlier was all about location, right? Living wherever you want to stay is location. If location is suitable. Mm-hmm. But, but it's all subsale, then you buy a subsale. But if location is suitable and there is a choice between a brand new and subsale, mm. I will buy a brand new provided the cost is not too high. Mm. Now, the reason why is this. So, so we, we were looking at subsale, right? the whole time we were looking at subsale right. because this is considered a, more, a slightly more mature township. Yeah. Right? They've been around for 10, 15 years. Right? So, so we've not really heard of any new development. Mm. So we thought, you know what, it's all purely subsale. So we're looking at subsales, and we have seen easily about 20 houses. Mm. Um, and we actually like the location. Mm. The houses were not that old, again, 10, 15 years. Mm. However, f- from, from, from what we have seen in a lot of these subsale houses, there were, there were issues with plumbing and, and, and electricity, mm. right? So, so what we were doing was we were calculating cost. Mm. So one was down payment, yep. Right. Then what was mentioned earlier was all the legal fees, mm. yes. or the SPA and mm. all the legal fees. You're calculating, okay, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite a chunk of money, really. Yep. And on top of that, because it's a subsale house, and we saw there's a lot of defects, and mo- most of the houses had, had defects. Oh my God, we had to redo a lot of stuff. Mm. You know, we had put new electrical wiring, plumbing, and what if, you know, there's leakages yeah. and stuff like that. Because, because again, beca- uh, you know, pipes, pipes as they age, yeah. they do have issues, and they crack and stuff like that. Correct. And you know, we have to tear, and sometimes when you have leaks, you don't know where it comes from, you tear down the walls and all. Mm-hmm. And we were just calculating the cost, and we were speaking to a couple of friends who just purchased and renovated their subsidy houses, and the cost was astronomical more than what more than the, than, 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 than the small amount that we were looking at. It's like, oh my god, this is actually quite expensive, mm. and hence we were looking at brand new. Okay. And someone told us about brand new development, we had sorry, we actually liked it a lot. Because nowadays, most of these new developers, they actually cover part of the law fee for you. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that's so yeah, I was coming to that yeah. also. So, so, so they actually cover part of the legal fees, mm-hmm. certain SPAs, you, you, you 
don't have to pay. Mm. So from there, you can actually save a lot of money. Mm. Right? You can actually save a lot of money from, from, from there. So, and because it's brand new, mm. you know, there is, that, there is, the, there is the liability uh, period whereby mm. if there's any defects, they will fix it for you. Mm-hmm. Ah. True, true, so true. you have that, that 24 months of, of, uh, of period whereby you can just, you know, I, you know this is faulty, that's faulty, and just get them changing for you. Mm. Uh, and then when you want to move in, just do a little simple renovation and so, so in terms of cash-wise, mm. you actually fork out lesser cash in a brand new development compared to a sub-sale, but end of the day, it's all about location. Yeah, I would say allocation as well as budget. Yeah. Yeah, because I think if you're looking to buy like a mature neighborhood for like Tamanton or Bangsa, for example, it's, it might be unlikely to find a new development. Yes. Most of the time, you're looking at sub-sale, but sub-sale requires you to actually have the money mm-hmm. for the 10%, yes. your legal fees, and as well as uh, for the SBA and for the loan and all that. But as uh, you pointed out, Dr. Inki, with the new bill, most of the time, there's a lot of uh, freebies that's given by the mm. developer. Sometimes they even give you a free kitchen or like, you know, the hood and, and the, yeah. So a lot of things that you can then, you know, discount from having to spend it yourself. And I think now under the, I think some developers even, you can, uh, you can buy the property just by putting in the booking fee only. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to pay the 7% balance yes. because it's given to you as a discount. Yes. So it's reflected as if you paid the 10%, but actually you have not. Mm, not supposed to, but that's part of their marketing strategy. Yeah. Mm. Then they will give you free SPA yeah, legal fee, SPA but you may still have to pay for the loan amount. What, yeah. what was it that, that they will usually give free and what must you pay? Usually for this minimum. Okay, um, most of the time the developer will give you free um, SBA, so which means you don't have to pay the legal fee the for the SBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you still have to pay for the disbursements, meaning any traveling costs for the lawyers, uh, mm-hmm. stamping du- stamp mm-hmm. duties and all that, usually you still mm-hmm. need to pay. Okay. Sometimes the developer will give free, free, even they will pay even the disbursements as well. Oh. So it depends. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so usually for the loan, uh, Banks as well have all these packages whereby you can actually uh, include the legal fee as part of your loan. Yes. Mm, so yes. which means that if you have to pay the, leg- uh, the legal fee from the loan, it's actually coming from your loan itself, That's which right. means that you also don't need to fork out money. Mm. But bear no, in no, mind, no. that money is money that you have no, to pay interest on. Yeah. And usually when the bank gives you the amount for the loan, they give you above what is actually required for you to, be, to pay. Because there's a fixed scale fee. So if let's say for 500,000 loan, maybe the, uh, the legal fee is X amount, usually the, develop, uh, the bank will give you above, over and above that amount. Oh, so you okay. actually end up having to pay a lot oh, more interest okay. at the end of the day. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, because whatever the... Even a thousand ringgit extra in your loan, it's going to compound into hmm. a couple yeah, yeah, of thousands yeah, yeah. Or hmm. over, yeah, over the next three years. Yeah. yeah. So but only if the amount is disbursed. So you also need to be aware in terms of for your loan amount, how much actually should be deducted by your lawyer. Because unfortunately, there have been some uh, practices out there whereby they will withdraw uh, down the entire uh, portion for mm-hmm. the loan, although by right, it shouldn't come up to that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because whatever you draw down from the loan, you have to pay interest on okay. it. Yeah, so those are things as well for your they draw account. down and they dump the extra money into another current account or something, but they've already considered you as taking the full amount. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So those are the things that when you are buying, you need to understand uh, what exactly is the developer offering. 
um, because I think under the recent home ownership campaign, they also had additional benefits yes. and all that, you know, some waiver of stamp duty yeah. and all sorts of things. Mm. So you need to know exactly and understand. I think a lot of people buying a house is quite romantic about the whole idea without really understanding what they're getting into. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. 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 I, I think I agree that, that the whole idea of getting a house, especially when, when you're a couple, you're, you're already a married couple and all, uh, you're right, there's a very romantic feel to it. You are building your nest, yeah. mm. starting start a new life, or mm. you know, moving, upgrading yourself, and you foresee yourself going to be there for the next 10 to 20 years before you move to the next one, if you want, or if not, you're going to be staying there for the rest of your life, kind of thing. So it's a very romantic thing that, that you want to do. So people tend to, at the end of it, say, okay, like, if you need to do, let's spend, let's spend. But there's so much of a hidden cost yeah. that if you're not careful, you end up burning yourself a really big hole uh, without realizing. Um, I had my, my, my current condo was a very pleasant um, experience. Now. So my, my experience was I was actually hunting around and finally found this very fortuitous. It's a larger than usual uh, uh, ceiling. It's very high ceiling. It's 18 feet ceiling on a condo that's usually 12, 12 feet. Usually it's between 10 to 12. Yes. So this is 18 feet from the, f from the front all the way to the end. But the rooms are, are, are standard, regular, regular, regular height. But the hall, everything looks extra high, extra everything. So that itself was nice. The whole place was wallpapered. Flooring was beautiful. In fact, I only brought in my TV set and my, my bed and mattress. Built-ins, everything was fine. Only one room had some defective furniture, so I only had to renovate one room, which only cost me about 15000 to settle mm -hmm. everything. So in other words, it was like saying, instead of getting a, a, a sub-sale that then you need to renovate and spend another 100000 200000 this I was fortunate enough to actually get one whereby, although the price is a bit higher than market value. It, Probably the, the exactly because of that. Which is fine, mm -hmm. but because everything is really everything's yeah. all in. So, so, so it's like saying my renovation was because the renovation alone can be a separate nightmare. Yeah, that yeah, we're yeah, not right. gonna and do. you can't <laughs> take a loan. There's no yes. renovation yeah. loan. Yes. Yeah. There's a personal yes. loan. Correct. But there's no renovation yeah, loan. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Totally uh, right. Which sometimes I think is crazy. I think they should. No, I think I think I think one of the things that, that that you were fortunate was yes, the renovation, um, the finance part of it was was reflected in the loan. Mm. Second part was you didn't have to go through the hassle of going through renovation. Mm, because yeah. that can be quite yes. a large oh, yes. hassle. That's another thing people don't tell you. Yeah, that's another thing people don't tell you. So um, this is actually a story by a friend recently. So apparently uh, one of his, you, uh, his property was under renovation. Mm -hmm. um, his mom, his mom who's, you know, who's in charge of the renovation, would visit the property on a daily basis. Wow for four to five hours wow. to point out defects and stuff like that and telling the contractor what to do on a daily basis for four months. Wow. Every mm. day should be there for four months. Okay. Yeah. And, and of course, sometimes things are not up to expectations okay. then you then again, you know, tempers flare and you have to tell them to redo again. And you know, these are, these are the things that people don't tell you about. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. so yeah, so if you can save time on renovation, Correct, correct. But uh, of course, at the end of the day, it's whether you can accept their, yes. their yeah, renovation yes, or not. Some people, they yeah, come in and so yeah, yeah, you know? correct. So, so in a way, it was very fortunate that what I found was like, oh, I can live with it. I only need to fix one room. And even then, I sort of went all basic. I nearly just put, you know, 
place cement on the floor. Because <laughs> it's a study. Ah. Mm. No need to do all the laminate flooring. Mm. The books, la. hello. Yeah, yeah, so, so that's the other thing um, in, in terms of cost. There was something about renovation. Oh, yeah. So even renovation can be a, 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 a real stickler. Let's say, for example, like COVID. Imagine mm. you've got a house, you start your renovation, then bam, one year you cannot do anything. And on top of that, right? You still have to serve the door. And on top of that, people think that renovation is very straightforward. I, I bring my contract to renovate, right? Actually, if you're living in a landed area, you need you need approval from, from, from a council first. If you're living in a condo, you need approval from the management. From management. management. Mm. And there's number of days plus hours. Days and hours, mm. yeah. Right. And then, and you know, as well, you I think if you're living in a condo, there's also restriction in terms of time by yes, when you exactly. can do the work. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, so like the drilling is up to a certain time, I think mm. 12 or 1 o'clock. Mm. The total work is until 4, then you have to start packing up, you have to be out by 5. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. There's a few things that, that you have to factor in. Um, and on top of that, that, let's say if you bought, then you stayed in, and suddenly you said, okay, I want to upgrade and do something, where are you going to stay? Yeah. Because they're going to renovate what you're staying inside, mm. which is a mess. If you dusty. Dusty. You have to mm. clean almost like every every day or every other day, mm. which is mm. uh, nice. But again, we're not trying to scare people. Just away. Yeah, but just I think it's also good to bear in mind because I had, uh, in fact, it was today, I had a very horrible experience with a contractor. Mm. Because I'm assisting a client of mine to rent out his unit. So, of course, the unit, some work needs to be done before the unit is rented out. So, we got an aircon contractor to check the aircon. Uh, so, when he came to service, he said, oh, because the aircon has not been used for a very long time, some part uh, doesn't function very well, so we needed to replace it, fine. So, we agreed to the replacement. He gave me a quotation. I agreed, paid him half of the deposit, fine. But when he came to install the aircon, he then realised that the day that he came earlier to service the aircon, he actually had serviced the wrong compressor. He actually had serviced the neighbor's compressor oh by yes. mistake. Wow. Yeah, because, and then, uh, bec so because of that, he needed to reservice the compressor, but because it was a mistake that was done by him, I had refused to, to pay, pay for yeah. the additional, because mm. why should I? Because yeah, you're right. the service, uh, the yeah. aircon service technician, you should check which is the compressor that belongs to the unit. Mm. It's simple, right? Mm. You turn on the AC, usually, if that's the right compressor, it should turn, turn on. on. Mm. Turn yeah, on. but yeah. he just took it for, you know, took it, yeah, took it for granted and assumed, okay, this must belong to the unit and service that. Mm. Yeah, and when I refused to pay, of course, he became very nasty to mm. the point of, you know, threatening, threatening me and saying, oh, just because you're a lawyer, you think you can do this. But that's not the point. Mm. So sometimes there's also those kind of human elements that you also have to deal with when you're dealing with renovations. As Dr. Inky says, sometimes temper flare, mm. you know. But there are certain ways of dealing with things and there are certain ways how you should not be dealing with things. That guy should just knock on the neighbor, right? We're having a promotion, 50% of the Recover some money, you know? After all, it's... it's probably it's lose yeah. to the neighbor, but he'll cover back all his raw material costs. What do 50% one-time offer? Would you like to, for us to do a check for you? <laughs> then you pretend to work, uh, spray spritzer, and come all this. It's very dirty. Yeah. I and think so finding us, oh, we we serviced the wrong website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So dealing with the contractor is a whole nother saga on its own. Well, Inky, all the best. Yes, all the no, best. Yeah, def definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely. Do invite us for the housewarming. In the future, <laughs> if we do get it. <laughs> no, in the future, if what's well, holding up is just your loan right now. Yeah, yeah I'm just waiting for the loan. That's that's number one. Uh, Secondly, uh. Because, because it's, it's already, it's a, actually a completed unit. Okay. It's okay. completed, but it's still owned by the developer. 
because they didn't manage to sell sell some of their okay. units, so it's actually helped them. So but are, have they given the vacant possession? Uh, they, they have, have given vacant possession. No, uh, then the certificate of completion is done. Yes, it's done already. So is yeah. it? Are you buying a sub sale? No, it's, it's considered as brand new. But is it? So is the contract? According to the contract, it's brand new. It's from them. They have uh, some 12 months, uh, 12 to 18 months uh, warranty, period. Uh, warranty period. Yeah. Uh, this is the one other thing that you yeah. should be aware. Okay, which is ah, if no, you're buying you directly from yeah. the developer and it's after the CCC, yes. so the, after the issuance of the certificate of completion and compliance, the SPA doesn't fall under the under the HDA anymore. Mm -hmm. So it is considered a sub sale. Okay, so so which means okay. yeah, so which means the defect liability period of twenty four months is not standard in the contract. So, which means if you are buying from the developer after the completion, uh, com the uh, CCC has been issued, make sure you check with the developer how much time are they giving you for the defect liability yeah. and make sure it's included in your contract. Yeah, so, so that's, that's the, the one, one that we're actually negotiating there. Okay, yeah. good job. <laughs> that's the one you're negotiating there. They give us 12 months. We want to drag on to 18 months. Yes, yeah. good job. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we, are, we, are, we just we just dragging that. So, that's why we're not, we're not really... It's uh, completed how long? Completed for roughly about... That property, property has, has been completed for roughly about four or five months. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Still, yeah. still brand new. Still still technically yeah. Brand new so yeah. it's technically brand new. So, so we're telling them that because January is twenty-four months mm. and you completed mm. six months, so I should get eighteen months. Yeah. So, so we'll say no, no, no. We want to give it just a you know standard twelve months. No, no, no. We want eighteen months. You know, we're not asking for twenty-four months. I'm asking for eighteen months. Yeah. So we are negotiating that. It's a good thing you're aware because a lot of people are not. Mm. Yeah. So once you. Once the CCC is out, actually you're buying sub sale. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Since he knows, you cannot pay him. Yeah. It's okay. For friends, advice is free. Reaffirming. If I if if I do get it, I should be able to move in by Christmas and everyone's yes. Yes. We're looking forward to Geraldine's cooking. Yes. 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 She's gonna cook in the new Friday. Geraldine's cooking. She can cook Friday. She's making juice. No, no, no. She's buying from. She's buying from outside. She's buying from Boost Juice. <laughs> it's just no. Her credit is still there. No. Well, I'll, I'll bring the raw turkey. She can cook. We'll, we'll watch. Raw turkey. You know how large is turkey? She's got a fantastic kitchen. Yeah, I thought family. you have a chef standard kitchen. Yes. You know, with a huge oven. I wish I have a <laughs> chef standard, standard kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> no one's going to use it. Okay, so this, 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 this one more thing that people don't tell you about, right? So when your partner says they want to uh, cook, Make sure they cook on Zanussi first. If they can cook, then you can get them the kitchen that they desire. <laughs> but in the case of Dr. Inky, nah, I, I think I think saving I think on the kitchen, man. Happy wife, happy life. No, nah, exactly. no, 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 no. So now she knows. Okay, previously she wanted a large kitchen, but now she knows. And after we went through all the stuff already, then she understands. You know what? I'm not, she's not really gonna cook. But she understands. That you know all this, all this dream of having a large kitchen with an island and stuff. Like that. I say, you know what? You're not cooking anyway. You're rarely gonna be stepping into the kitchen. You're probably only gonna go in to get water and come out. <laughs> and for, for for people who who don't really cook, this is comes from me, and I cook a lot, right? Uh, an island kitchen is stupid. It's a bloody waste of time unless your kitchen is so huge, you don't know what that you want to do with it. You put an island kitchen. I love islands. What so do you it's mean? Exactly. It's a female thing. Exactly. It's a female So, female so she wanted an island. I was like, first of all, there's no space for it. And second of all, what's it for? Huh. Also, that you know, uh, we can sit there and have 
have small meals and snacks yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Outside. You can have <laughs> a breakfast bar. Plus, exactly. <laughs> plus, you can plus, have a nice bar. Plus, island, island kitchen is not meant for Asian cooking. Ah, that's true. That's true. I, I'll that's be true. very honest. It's not meant for Asian cooking. You can't do your your goreng goreng. You can't yes. do you can't do fried fish even. Yeah. Because at least the one on the wall, you only clean the wall and that counter yeah. only. You know, the island will be like the whole yeah. island and the yeah. whole kitchen will be full of oil everywhere. So you cannot Asian cooking. It's very impractical. Yeah, it takes it up a lot of space. And by the time you finish with an island, you imagine even this table as an island. Now you need to have. Three feet walking space, yes. you know, walking single space. area, three feet yeah. walking space. It's a bloody yeah, waste of time. Uh, I've done this calculation before. But I still love an island. Yeah, yeah. Get a big house, lah. <laughs> get a big house, <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> one room, you know. Yeah. Just, just knock, knock off one of the rooms and just get a huge in kitchen. In fact, just put the television in the kitchen and call it the living room too. <laughs> All right, so I think we're gonna, uh, we're gonna close up uh, today. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of these tips about things that people don't tell you when you're buying a house yeah. or buying a property and hopefully this helps you in your pursuit of your dream home don't forget dreams come with the price yeah, dreams always, always come with the price. dreams always come with the price all right so with that we are signing off today thank you mush for being here with us again to no problem a lot of tips actually a lot of tips not just last week but this week was actually very relevant things that we wouldn't know much free legal advice we're supposed to promote her so anyone if you want to know you want to get a good lawyer to do your SPA run through your contract oh one more thing that I just want to highlight things that people don't tell you especially if you're a first time home buyer uh, like, like, like me before when I was stupider right is that when you buy the property you still need to get your own lawyer yes that's right yeah do not let them do not sign let the lawyer yeah. do not let them know do not use the same lawyer as your developer correct do not use the same lawyer as the guy that's selling it to you yeah. because the whole contract will be in their favor not yes. in your favor second thing is also when you have your bank agreement or get your lawyer to read it because yes. it is so bloody thick yeah with rubbish words and you have no idea what to read by the time you re- you, you you think you're damn smart as a you know fake lawyer lah. You watch enough suits and you thought, oh, okay, now, why is this so difficult? Paralegal and Meghan Markle can read, right? And you read, by the time you hit the second page, third paragraph, you're like, mong cha cha, exactly, exactly. So get a good lawyer, get a good lawyer, get a good lawyer, get a good lawyer, get a good lawyer that that's gonna work in your favor. In this case, uh, I would highly recommend. And she had this strata as well. Yeah, so, you know. so you want her to be on your side. Yeah, she can complain, you know. She can complain, she still sounds like a trainer. Are you, uh, are you the president of the tribunal? Yes. Oh, she's president ah. of the tribunal. And still, oops, I thought I thought So Mush may not preside over your case, but she presides over the people who presides over your case. She knows the people. She knows the people, you know? So this is like Chief Justice of Strata Management. Yes, exactly. No. <laughs> that is absolutely not true. You just give her one dude there, right? Just be like, you know, Justice Powell. You know? But this is be, be, be Mush. Okay, so we are signing off. Uh, this is me, Dr. Ellie. And I'm the Binky. We are from the two dogs. And I'm the Binky.